Hello, and welcome to the Idaho Reports podcast for August 24th. I'm Melissa Dablin. Today was the first day of the legislature's special session, which convened to discuss COVID-related issues concerning elections and liability. On the first day, legislative committees considered multiple bills, including one that would require an option for in-person voting for future elections and another that would loosen absentee ballot deadlines. The House Judiciary and Rules Committee also heard lengthy testimony on four liability bills and is expected to vote on them on Tuesday. But most of the day's excitement began before the legislature was called into session. Early Monday, the Attorney General issued an opinion saying that while lawmakers were bound to topics outlined by the governor for the special session, they weren't bound by specific draft legislation pre-approved by the governor. That opened up the possibility for more proposals for lawmakers to consider. Then, protesters swarmed the fourth floor house gallery, shoving Idaho State police officers who were trying to enforce social distancing in the gallery. The incident resulted in a broken window. I'm joined by Logan Finney, production assistant for Idaho Public Television, who covered the first day. Logan, you were kind of hovering around the edges of that protest from what I saw from pictures um, that you sent me. Can you talk about the tone on Monday morning? Yeah, absolutely. Um... So as I was driving up to the Capitol, getting there in the morning, there was a decent sized crowd out on the Capitol steps. You know, that's a pretty common sight uh, for protests is out on the, the steps in front of the Capitol. Um, and then by the time I made it actually into the building, uh, they had all made their way up to the fourth floor where the gallery rooms are. Um, and the crowd was packed like sardines basically into uh, the lobby before you enter into the gallery. Capitol Security and Idaho State Police were attempting to enforce the social distancing guidelines and only let a certain amount of people into the gallery. Um, but the crowd was not happy about that and there was a lot of shoving and pushing and there's multiple videos of this on Facebook of, uh, of the crowd basically storming their way through and forcing the doors open despite all of the state police uh, trying to keep them from coming in. And I have to say, I've never seen anything like that before. And there was some question as to whether the doors were broken on purpose or whether it was the result of the tussling. But regardless, I've, and I'm sorry, my baby's a little bit loud, but I've never seen um, anyone shove Idaho State Police officers like that in the State House. That was really remarkable to me. I've, I've never seen anything like it. And I've seen a lot of protests in my years covering the State House. Yeah, that was definitely... Um a weird part of the day. And I, I wasn't there to see that part happen. Like I said, I saw the actual, the shoving and the door breaking on, on Facebook videos, but I was out in the rotunda behind the crowd and it was the, that lobby was packed enough that you couldn't really tell what was going on up at the door to the gallery. It was a, it was a lot of chanting and hooting and hollering from the crowd. Um, but yeah, the, the main the the main thrust of the chanting was let us in let us in and then uh eventually that that happened and after that of course the same crowd uh went to house state affairs and house judiciary and rules committee hearings um we we'll talk a lot more about liability related issues on tuesday's podcast after the committee votes but there, there was lengthy testimony about the liability issues in general. These were four related bills um, out of five that were proposed. And this, they were all about liability related to COVID. Yes. Um, 
in the proclamation that the governor used to call the special session, he detailed that the legislature would be able to consider issues related to elections and to liability. Um, and, you know, we had a whole show about that last week. While the governor can narrow down the topics that are being addressed, um, the, the AG's opinion basically said the legislature can introduce whatever bills on, that, on those topics that they want. There were five competing um, RSs, which is the, the term for a draft bill. And because it's a draft, it is the, the, the private draft of the legislator who's working on it. So those RSs are not um, public information. And so it was the entire Lincoln Auditorium, which is the, the biggest hearing room in the, in the state house, was full of people just kind of sitting there listening to the lawmakers referencing, you know, section seven, subsection, whatever, on line eight of RS number two, four, blah, blah, blah. It was, it was a very- Right, it's impossible to follow. It's really impossible to follow. And just the process of, of deciding which ones of those bills to print took quite a while. Um, there were motions to print all of them together, motions to go one by one and decide whether to vote on them. The chairman of that committee, Representative Cheney, who we had on the show last week to discuss the liability issue, um, he very much wanted the, the bills to be public so that people could look at them and take them in and see the differences between all of them before the committee actually took testimony. Yeah, and like I said, we'll have much more on that on tomorrow's podcast before um, or after they take the vote. I want to talk a little bit about the uh, elections-related issues that made it through committee today. Uh, one would loosen up the deadlines for absentee voting and uh, really make it easier for the county clerks to be able to count the absentee ballots they're expecting to come in en masse uh, for the general election this year. The, on the Senate side, the Senate was a lot calmer than the House, that's for sure. Um, the Senate State Affairs Committee considered a bill, like you said, that would change the absentee ballot deadlines. So currently, um, when an absentee ballot comes in from the mail, the county clerks have to hold on to that ballot, and they're not allowed to count it until the actual day of the election. And so the bill that um, addresses that topic would allow the county clerks to open those ballots and start counting them seven days before the, the, the actual date of the election. And another uh, proposal from Representative Giddings uh, on the House side would basically ban all mail-in voting. It would, it, would, uh, it would make it so that there has to be an in-person option available for people who want to vote on election day. Yes, uh, Representative Giddings' bill appears by my reading, it appears to be a direct response to the primary that we saw this year, where in the governor's proclamation, he closed, they closed all of the polling centers and conducted the election entirely by absentee. And so the bill says that every elector shall always be provided an opportunity to vote in person, um, whether there's a declaration of emergency in the various categories of emergency. So basically saying that that can't happen again, there has to be an in-person option for people. There were other resolutions um, discussed, and we'll get into those later in the week, but I, I have to say, both of us are tired. It was a long day of juggling multiple meetings, and none of these proposals um, are set in stone yet, right? They still have to pass, in some cases, their committees, in other cases, the other chamber, but we'll keep covering this and uh, keep everybody updated. But Logan, I just wanted to say thank you so much for all your hard work today. 
thank you, Melissa. Yeah, our listeners can probably tell how tired I am. <laughs> you are just fine. They can also uh, tell how much my baby wants me to get off the computer and <laughs> pay attention to him as he's shouting in the background. But you know, make sure that you are following Logan on Twitter. He's at Elfinny Tweets. Um, and if you haven't already subscribed to the Idaho Reports podcast, do so on your favorite podcast player. Just search for Idaho Reports. Um, thanks so much for listening and we'll see you back here tomorrow.